At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. All right, living on the edge on a Wednesday afternoon, Matt Humans and Brady the Kid Cannon here at the South Point Sportsbook. <laughs> uh, the Kid, good to see you, man. Yeah, good to be back in the uh, chair here on the edge. Get three days with you this week. That's right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, JVT still on vacation. Uh, probably still crying about his Boston Celtics and how they lost three in a <laughs> row to uh, finish the NBA Finals. Hey, we're going to talk football in the first segment today. Big story this week, obviously, Deshaun Watson and his hearing and the NFL's proposed punishment of a one-year ban. And where does that leave the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield? It's a soap opera story, Brady Cannon. That's what it is. And it's also a very ugly public relations story for the NFL. But to focus on the betting perspective of it, where does it leave the Cleveland Browns heading into the 2022 season? Right now, Jacoby Brissett is the uh, presumed starting quarterback in week one. Brissett's a journeyman. I think he's a capable uh, quarterback for that offense, which is going to be a heavy run-based offense anyway. But do we count out Baker Mayfield? Yesterday, Mayfield uh, spoke on the subject, I think in a football camp in Oklahoma, and he said, we're ready to move on, I think, on both sides. But he did not rule out a reconciliation with uh, the Cleveland Browns if Deshaun Watson is banned for the entire season. So there's a possibility in week one that Baker Mayfield could be starting at quarterback for the Browns. There's also a possibility that Mayfield could be the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. And the Browns play at Carolina in week one of the season. 
Yeah, it's a very interesting situation there. And I faded the Browns already as far as a division bet. Um, I bet the uh, Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North. Uh, but as far as this week one game, uh, we've seen the line move from the Browns as a road favorite of four points down to two and a half points. And I tell you what, e even with the two and a half points, I'd probably be looking to take the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, if the Deshaun Watson situation went swimmingly, uh, I'd probably be still looking at taking the Carolina Panthers and, and the four points from the original line. Mm -hmm. If Baker Mayfield does come in there and, you know, takes over or retakes the starting job for the Cleveland Browns in that game one, that's going to be some awful weird mojo in the locker room. You look at the flip side, Matt Rule's on the hot seat. This team has to win. Their first game is at home against, obviously, the Cleveland Browns. They will go on the road in week two to face the New York Giants. So it is very important in my mind for them to get that home opening win to kick off the season. I think they have more at stake where the Browns are just really a mess. And, you know, it's obviously very difficult to predict right now what's going to happen on, I believe it's September 11th is the opening Sunday of the week. Um, but I'd be on Carolina as a home dog. With the two and a half, I might buy it to three or think about taking it on a teaser up to eight and a half. You don't have to buy it to three. You find some spots out there with three right Still now. threes out there. Don't, and don't possibly a to teaser three, play huh? too. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think there's a lot more urgency for Carolina. Carolina in this situation. I think it might be three at the South Point right now. At South Point or DraftKings, somebody's got three up there. Um, you know, I like I like the home dog in this spot too. The Westgate Superbook opened in May, opened the uh, Browns as four and a half point road favorites. And that's down to two and a half right now at the Westgate. And a lot of spots have two and a half, but you still can't find a three out there. I think the home dog is probably the the better bet in that game. I'm not going to rule out Baker Mayfield starting for the Browns in week one. Yeah, kind of seems like the favorite maybe right now. Well, he's got $19 million guaranteed on his contract this yeah. season. The Browns have tried to work a trade with the Panthers for Mayfield, who and the Panthers want to reduce his salary, obviously, and the Browns, I think, uh, have proposed to pay like $10 million of it. But if they can't reach a deal, what, where else is he going to go? Is he going to go to Seattle? The Seahawks seem like they're – content to start the season with Drew Locke. The Panthers have been hyping up Sam Darnold. I think that's a lot of uh, hot air, just a lot of phony hype. The Panthers know that Sam Darnold's not the guy, but you got to prop him up and give him confidence and say, hey, we believe in you, and I hope he goes out and performs well in week one. But behind the scenes, the Panthers are still trying to make this deal with the Browns for Mayfield. So that's where I think uh, – that week one game becomes especially intriguing. We haven't seen too many situations like this where you don't know if the quarterback's going to be starting for one side or right. the other in week <laughs> one, and he might not be starting for either team. That's Who knows? true, too. Uh, he might be somewhere else, but there's a chance Baker Mayfield could start for the Browns and the Panthers or the Panthers in week one. And that number's moved from four and a half to two and a half or three, and I do think, uh, Brady, that you're going to see – we, we already have seen, and you're going to see the sharper money on the home dog in this game. I, I hate to jump on Sam Darnold. Uh, that's a guy who can uh, self-destruct and lose a game for you, but it seems like uh, it seems like the Panthers in the situation that you talked about with Matt Rule, they have their backs to the wall, and I think this team's going to come out fighting. They actually came out strong to open last yeah, season. Yeah, three games in a row, I believe. Yeah. They'll have Christian McCaffrey uh, healthy back in the backfield. Um, like I say, the urgency For as long as that lasts. Yeah, right? unfortunately. I, I think all of us like watching that kid play, mm -hmm. but uh, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. 
So I, I think that's an especially intriguing week one game. Browns at Panthers on Sunday, September 11th. Uh, right now, Browns favored by two and a half for three on the road, total of 42 and a half. And as I think an announcement is expected sometime this week. You never know about this. Could be next week. Uh, on the Deshaun Watson suspension after the hearing. Don't you believe the entire season is the favorite? Uh, Yeah, I wrote about this in Point Spread Weekly. It's our cover story. The the magazine's out today. Most people I talk to and myself, we believe that Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended for the season. Yep, yep. You know, initially I think a lot of people thought four games, six games, eight games. Now it looks like it's going to be the entire season. I I agree. I'd be surprised if it's not. Exactly. You know, when, when this trade, when the trade was made in March, when the Browns did the deal, the dubious deal with uh, the Texans to pick up Deshaun Watson, trading three first-round picks, two more picks, and giving the guy $230 million guaranteed over five years, you're like, this is a crazy trade. It, wor- it looks a lot worse now after more information's come out about Deshaun Watson's pattern of troubling behavior off the field. And uh, I'm sure the NFL – uh, wants to make a statement about this, you, you have to at least pretend to take a high moral uh, stance and say that Deshaun Watson's not going to be welcome to play in the league in 2022. How can Calvin Ridley get a full year suspension for putting in three parlays that total, what, $1,500, and he got a full year? And you're going to say, well, you know, we only want to suspend Deshaun Watson for four games. That's not going to work that way. Yep. No, I totally agree with you. And it's a shame for Cleveland Browns fans because Kevin Stefanski comes in. They win a lot of games. They have a great year. He gets coach of the year. They slip a little bit last year, but things are starting to look positive. They have a very talented roster in Cleveland. And then this happens, and it's all too familiar for Cleveland Browns fans. And Kevin Stefanski is partly to blame for what's happened here. If you you rewind two years, Baker Mayfield and the Browns, I believe, won 10 games, and they won a playoff game at Pittsburgh. And last year he played with a bad shoulder. Things went south. The Browns went eight and nine. I don't think they necessarily had to cut the cord with him. He completed sixty point five percent of his passes. That's a low percentage rate. He looked bad last year, but he had a bad shoulder. Seventeen TDs, thirteen interceptions, took forty three sacks, and threw for only two hundred and fifteen yards per game. I still think he's got the potential to be a winning quarterback like he was two years ago in Cleveland, but he was banged up last season, and it didn't work out. And not only was Baker Mayfield banged up, really their entire team was. They, yeah. lot, you know, they have a great offensive line, but that offensive line, I mean, how many games did that starting five really play together all year? They had a lot of injuries on the uh, offensive line, had a lot of injuries in the secondary. So, you know, it's kind of like we see teams, you know, really ascend one year, like we saw the 49ers go to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and then the next year they're just decimated by injury, similar things that happened to the Cleveland Browns last year. That is, uh, that is true. And uh, the Browns head into 2022 with a black cloud hanging over them. But you never know. A lot of times in sports betting, you want to buy on bad news. Yeah, and if the absolutely. Browns go to Carolina as less than a field goal favorite, who knows what the, uh, the storyline is going to be that week. Hey, let's take a look at the – this is Wednesday, but let's take a look at the Thursday night NFL schedule for this season. Thursday night lights – and we have some outstanding games on the schedule. Let's hear from Sharissa uh, Thompson, who's going to be calling these games. I think this season, Brady, the Thursday night games are going to be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a new sort of situation for the viewers this week, this year. I believe it's uh, the broadcast team is going to be Sharissa uh, Thompson's part of it with uh, Al Michaels, Brad Pitt, and Wes Reynolds, I believe is the lineup. <laughs> I'm not for sure on that. We have to double check it. Let's hear from Sharissa Thompson about the lineup on Thursday nights. 
This just tells you right here that the NFL is all in on Thursday night football because they're not just giving you those throwaway games. They're gi- I mean, look at week one. You guys were just talking about the mm-hmm. incredible division that is the AFC West and the fact that you got to pick who might fall to the bottom of that division between four great teams. So we start there in Arrowhead, as you see, between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, look at this. you got the Bills, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Rams. All right, that's Charissa Thompson on NFL Network speaking about Thursday Night Lights in the NFL this season. Here are the uh, lines for, I'm going to say, the Elite Eight Thursday Night Games. These numbers are up right now at the Westgate Superbook. Week one, Bills at Rams. Pick them. Week two, Chargers at Chiefs. Kansas City, three-and-a-half-point home favorite. Week five, Colts at Broncos. Denver, minus three. Week eight, Ravens at Bucks. Tampa Bay laying four. Week 11, Titans at Packers, Green Bay minus 5.5. Week 13, Bills road favorites laying 3 at Patriots. How about Week 14, Raiders at Rams. Could be a good one. Uh, The Rams laying 6.5. Week 17, Cowboys at the Titans with Tennessee laying 1.5. That's basically half the season, and that's a really good lineup of games. We're used to those Thursday games being real duds, and I haven't looked at the rest of the Thursday night schedule. I'll give you two duds. Week 9, Eagles at Texans. Week 10, Falcons at Panthers. Yeah, there's a couple duds. A couple duds in there. But, uh, hey, that uh, that seems better than we're used to with eight really good ones. I Uh mean, those would rival Monday night and Sunday night uh, matchups right there. So, um, you know, I think we're off to a good start. I've always been a proponent of playing the Monday night doubleheader and getting rid of the Thursday night game. Oh, I love the Monday night doubleheaders. Absolutely, but... You know, apparently we uh, don't have the power to make that happen. We'd love to see more of those. All right, that's Brady Cannon. We'll take a quick break here on the edge. Back, we're going to talk golf in the next segment. So stay tuned to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily baseball best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost, again, only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. All right. If you get the vcin emails this morning, you got the John Deere Classic Betting Guide as part of it. Wes Reynolds with, an, uh, with his usually thorough preview of this week's PGA Tour event. He also hits on the Live Tournament and uh, I believe the Irish, Irish Open. Open. Yeah, Irish Open, yeah. It's a big one on week. the European Tour. Yeah, the Irish Open this week. Brady Cannon's got his... Uh, best bets and analysis for this week's tournaments as well. So, Brady, let's talk golf right now. The British Open, my favorite major, is a couple of weeks away. That's July 14th to 17th at St. Andrews. And we expect to see a reappearance of Tiger Woods in that tournament. Uh, But right now, let's focus on this week. A lot of talk yesterday in the golf world about the Live Golf Tour, the the Saudi-backed uh, tour that's attracted some of the burnouts from the PGA, and um, how popular is that going to be? I've had a lot of people ask me, "Do you are you worried now? Has has your opinion changed that more of these guys have moved over?" My opinion hasn't changed at all. I think it's addition by subtraction. I actually believe the PGA Tour is better off with a lot of these clowns who have uh, defected to the Live Tour. Uh, yeah, Dustin Johnson, there are, he has plenty of fans, and I think he's still got some good golf ahead of him. You might say the same for Brooks Kepka, even though I think Kepka is, uh, his best days are in the rearview mirror. Am I going to miss Sergio Garcia, Fat Pat Reed, Kevin Na, uh, Pat Perez? Hell no. No. Uh, good, goodbye and good riddance. And, you know, the, the live tournament's going to be tough to find anyway. I'm not sure if it's YouTube TV or where you're going to be able to watch. It's the first tournament in London, Drew, I believe around 80 or 85,000 viewers. That's not much. The John Deere Classics numbers are going to dwarf that uh, this week. I'm not going to watch the Live Tour, and I'm not going to bet it unless I really see some value on the odds board. And uh, I know that Wes Reynolds has a few plays 
in it this week. Um, yeah, and he hit Charles Schwartzel in that inaugural. He event. did. He did, and uh, good for him. That's why I said, for betting purposes, if you can find something that's that's worth playing, and you hit it, hey, it all pays the same. But I'm not going to sit back and get the popcorn ready and watch the live tour on the weekend. It's no. not going to be happening. I'll, maybe I'll check the scores and see how it turns out, but I couldn't care less about watching it. It was even hard to find the scores. Uh, that yeah. first event in London, you couldn't even find an accurate leaderboard. I was basically getting updates on what was happening uh, when I was uh, working at Circa over the weekend. They did have the YouTube feed or whatever up on the wall, but no, I'm not really interested in watching it. None of the guys, uh, like you alluded to, really moved the needle for me. I am a fan of DJ, and, and I will kind of miss him. Um, Kepka, I agree with you, is certainly still a world-class player and probably may have another major in him still. Um, but, you know, he's kind of a jerk. And, and I think mm-hmm. everybody that's gone over is not somebody that I care to to root for or watch. Now, there's some also some really good guys, I think, like Graham McDowell and Lee Westwood. But, you know, they're, they're almost 50 years old. So I, I understand yeah. uh, why they have made the move. But uh, I actually did... You know, in part because we're doing the show today and talk about it, talking about it, but I actually did make a couple plays this morning um, just, you know, for really small hot dog money, but just to kind of have some fun, see if I can hit one. I'm Again, I'm not going to watch it. There's not a lot of events that I like to bet that I am also not interested in watching and studying how things play out. Uh, but I played Taylor Gooch at 14 to one. I played Sam Horsfield, the Florida Gator, the Englishman, at 25 to one, and I took uh, Matt Jones at 35 to one. You know, outside of Dustin Johnson, I think you could argue Taylor Gooch is the best player in this in this tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took a shot with him, and Sam Horsfield's an excellent player. And then Matt Jones, you know, he's had great success on the West Coast in the past, and uh, I took a shot with him as well. But again, just just for fun, we'll see uh, if I can hit one. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't have much interest. I, I'd be more interested in watching the Irish Open with Shane Lowry and Seamus Power. Oh, no doubt about it. I, I, I'll watch the Irish Open and tune out to live this weekend. Indy Jeff Seeley was on the Follow the Money show this morning, and with Jeff, it's it seems to be the same stuff. He's always playing Brooks Capica, Fat Pat Reed, and yeah. of course he's playing Patrick Reed uh, this week. Uh, I know Wes Reynolds likes to play uh, p- likes to play Reed too. There's a theory that because nobody likes Reed, there's value in his right. number because nobody wants to bet him. I understand that, but I'm not going to bet the guy. I'm only going to root against him. Anyway, I think uh, the biggest black eye. In the history of golf, proof that there are, are no golf gods is that Sergio and Fat Pat won the Masters in back-to-back years. <laughs> that major is going to be scarred forever because of that. It's tainted. The Masters is tainted forever because of Garcia and Reed winning in back-to-back years. Well, you wonder if they will void their lifetime membership and not allow them to play the Masters in future years. It's going to be interesting to see if these players are allowed to play the majors. I think, um, you know, obviously they have some exemptions out there. Yeah. And I, I would think... Even though I don't like those two guys, I think former Masters winners should be allowed to play in future tournaments like Sergio and uh, and Reed. I think they should be allowed to play in it. Anyway. It'll be interesting to see if uh, what, what is decided. And 
I, I believe there's about eight guys that are kind of on the board for the official world golf rankings. And one of them is Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour. And, you know, it's a guy in charge of the RNA and the USGA and all, all the major governing bodies of golf, uh, I believe, you know, kind of look over that OWGR. And if the live events are not figured into the world golf ratings, um, then a lot of guys are going to fall out in a hurry. And if you're not in the top 50 in the world, then you're going to miss out on a lot of majors. Sure. And uh, I'd like to see, I'd actually like to see that. Uh, the, the lip I don't players. think it should count towards world ranking points. These, I mean, there's no cut. Are, it's a 54 hole. It's not even a real tournament. You're right. It's like so. exhibitions. And I, I don't think it should count. Exhibition is exactly the right word. I don't think it should count towards uh, world golf rating po- ranking points. All right, let's uh, move on. And uh, you talked about Sam Horsfield. I played him in that first tournament in London at 25 to 1. He was in the running on. In, in the final round, right. but he came up short. So how about the Irish Open? Did you play anything this I week? I did not. You know, okay. Wes is really the European tour expert, and I certainly listen to what he has to say, but I can't remember the last time I made a play. And, and I should be following Wes's plays. He hit uh, Hao Tong Lee last week. Uh, so take, uh, take a look at that in Point Spread Weekly and see who Wes is on this week uh, for the European tour. But, you know... I think part of my strength, Matt, with the PGA Tour is knowing these courses and having watched these tournaments for, you know, almost three decades. So I have not done that the same way with the European Tour. So I don't know horses for courses and all that stuff. So I stay away from it. But but watching the Irish Open will be good prep for the Open Championship coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a big emphasis for my handicapping, too. I, I believe strongly in the horse for the course uh, theory because you apply it to your own golf game, Brady. Uh, when I go out and play certain courses like Prim or I went out to Boulder Creek here a couple days ago, I always play well at those courses. And there are certain courses I go to. Uh, you and I play one out in the northwest corner of the valley. I stink every time I play there. Uh, there are certain courses you go to and you stink. And I think that's true for the pros as well. You know, James Some courses Celine, fit your game. Absolutely. No, no. They, you feel you know comfortable with the sight lines, yeah. uh, the the environment, the setting, what have you. James Salinas and I talked about it over the weekend, and he he equated it to like even basketball players feeling comfortable with the way the gym looks uh-huh. and the and the background to a rim. And, and there are just environments I think in any sport that these guys play where they fear feel a greater comfort level uh, at some places versus others. All right. So this week to John Deere Classic. It's always a birdie fest. It's target practice. We're going to have a shootout this week. The winners are going to be around 20 under par. Last year, Ryan Moore, a former UNLV golfer, finished second. Uh, tied for second at 17 under. He also has a top 20 here in 2019. I played him at 85 to 1, and Circa bumped him up to 100 to 1. So <laughs> I, that's my long shot this week. Ryan Moore at 100 to 1. Uh, also played. Maverick McNeely, mm-hmm. not necessarily a horse for the course, but he did uh, f- finish top 20 here last year. Well, he's, he's a- one of the classier players in the field, that's for sure. Yeah, he is. This this is a, well, let's just call it what it is, the weakest field of the year on the PGA yep. Tour. Yep. And uh, when you have Webb Simpson as like a 10-1 to or 12-1 to favorite, that tells you the field's not strong. Maverick McNeely, 33-1 to at BetMGM. Uh, I bet Maverick here at the South Point right before the show today too. Cameron Champ, I played at fifty-five to one. Uh, he actually tied for eleventh on this course a year ago. And uh, Scott Stallings, you know, he was in the top twenty last year, and he's got some good course history here. But the thing is, Brady, he was the hottest player on the course last week. He tied for eighth in the in the Travelers. 
but he shot seven under on Sunday, and he was the best player on course. And I like the guy who comes in with a hot hand. Agreed. Like that played him at thirty-seven to one. Give us a quick summary of your plays. Well, you and I Day. are uh, both going to be rooting for a Stanford Cardinal. You're on Maverick McNeely. I'm on Patrick Rogers yep. at thirty-five to one. I'm also on Adam Long at forty to one. Adam Shank at fifty-seven to one. Doug Gim at sixty to one. And then my long bomb is Ryan Armour at a hundred and ten to one. Kind of the same theory with your Maverick McNeely. Adam Long, Adam Shank, and Patrick Rogers, I think, are just really good golfers compared to what you have in this field. Patrick Rogers was actually on my short list this week. It looks like a good play. Quick break. We come back. Paul Stone to talk college football. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. All right, always great to have Paul Stone on the show. Matt Ewins, Brady Cannon here on The Edge. And Paul didn't know it, but today's his lucky day because all guests on The Edge today received this classic Andy Dalton football card. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, how about that? Andy Dalton when he played for the Bears. So we'll, we get that TCU Paul Stone. guy, you know, Texas that's guy, right. Paul. There you go. Next time Paul gets to Vegas, we'll give him the Andy Dalton card. Paul, I know you're more fired up about Arch Manning then Andy Dalton, you're a Texas Longhorn. What do you think it's going to mean for the Texas program to get that big commitment from Arch Manning last week? Well, I tell you, good to be on with you guys, first of all. Uh, you know, Arch Manning committed to the University of Texas just six days ago. You know, it seems like about a month ago. But Texas, since Manning's commitment, has gained nine more commitments, including one, a huge one, about two hours ago from one of the top receivers in the nation, a wide receiver out of DeSoto, Texas, which is outside of Dallas, a guy named John Tay Cook. So the Arch uh, Manning effect is real. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's brought some momentum. He's brought some energy to that program. You know, to think that it's going to have any impact on the 2022 season, I think would be misguided, obviously, because these players are the class of 23 and won't be true freshmen until the season of 2023. But certainly the program uh, here in Austin has been energized and um, certainly Longhorn fans hoping for better days ahead. Yeah, the end of uh, the 2021 season was really a disaster for uh, Texas and Steve Sarkissian in his first year. Longhorns finished 5-7. and seven. But to get Quinn Ewers, who's a five-star quarterback, he actually had committed to Texas, went to Ohio State, I think only took a couple snaps all season. Now he's back in Austin. How is that going to work out? And what do you expect from uh, Quinn Ewers this season? He's probably going to be the starting quarterback, right, for the Longhorns in uh, September. I think that's the, you know, the key word there, probably. You know, you can't count out uh, Hudson Card. Uh, you know, one thing about Quinn Ewers is, just like Arch Manning, uh, Quinn Ewers has not taken a meaningful snap in a college football game. And he has been well chronicled. You know, he was going into his senior season at South Lake High School uh, South Lake Carroll High School there outside of Dallas, elects instead to take the NIL payday and go to Ohio State, skips his senior season of high school football. And I think there's no season more critical in a young player's development than that senior season in high school. So I'm a little bit concerned about that. 
Ewers has a strong arm. He's got the tools. There's no doubt about it. It'll be interesting to see how he plays this year and if he's indeed the uh, the starter. But Texas certainly would appear to be set up in a quarterback for the next three or four years with Quinn Ewers and then Arch Manning uh, coming in the fold in 2023. Hey, Paul, Matt touched on it. Uh, Texas won five games last season, and two of those wins were against Louisiana Lafayette and Rice. They had a month-and-a-half stretch where they lost six games in a row. I want to know, I know you study college football really year-round. What has changed for this team where now they're hanging an eight for their season win total and the over is a heavy favorite? I'll tell you, I actually, when the over and under the regular season totals came out, uh, Brady actually played Texas under nine and only laid minus 105. So it was even more favorable uh, in some markets early on. But, you know, this Texas team, there's no doubt about it, they have got great skill people this year. I mean, Quinn Ewers could be uh, the answer at quarterback. B. John Robinson at running back has few peers, might be the best running back in all of America. And then they've got an outstanding wide receiver core that's probably a top-five group in the nation. Their Achilles Hill offensively is obviously the offensive line. They've got to get better there. And defensively, I mean, last year, you know, those games you mentioned that they lost in going five and seven, I think they led about every game. I mean, they collapsed in the second half. They've got a defense that was 93rd in scoring defense last year, gave up over 31 points a game, 96th in total defense. 427 yards you know, per game allowed. So they have to get better in the offensive line. They have to get better defensively. But I have little question. I don't know that they're going to – you know, I don't think they're going to win nine games. I think eight and four is more like it. Uh, but this is a better Texas football team than uh, 2021's version. But I think they do have too many question marks to really be counted upon to be, you know, a 10 or 11 win team and a legitimate playoff contender. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports, and you're crazy if you don't listen to the Paul Stone Sports podcast each week. A lot of great college football information on there. And, uh, Paul, let's take a quick look at the Texas schedule. Opening against Louisiana Monroe on September 3rd. September 10th is going to be uh, a big one. I think that's the national, the, uh, the big noon kickoff on Fox. Alabama at Texas in Austin. Then it's uh, Texas San Antonio, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Oklahoma. And like you said, you project probably an 8-4 and four season. Right now that's the DraftKings win total. 8 over minus 145, under plus 125. Paul, Brad Powers, I checked with him last night. He said Texas has stayed under its win total in nine of the last ten years. I'm sure you were aware of that, right? Yeah, I mean, this is a team, I mean, probably more so uh, than any team in college football the last decade or so that has has failed to meet expectations more than anyone. I mean, they've got a big brand, obviously. They're the University of Texas, and uh, typically they have not met those expectations. Since Texas played Alabama for the national title in 2009, Texas is only 55-52 and in Big 12 play. And, you know, that's 55-52 and 52, uh, in a league that, you know, hasn't been confused with the, uh, the SEC West, if you will, over that period of time. So uh, it's been some lean times, but, you know, people just, uh, you know, they love to give Texas uh, a little more love than they deserve, and uh, they, hadn't, they hadn't met those expectations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, with this year's team and then certainly going forward as some of these big-time recruits come on campus to see if they're able to uh, 
get that program headed back in the, the right direction uh, where it was before, uh, you know, there towards the end of uh, Mac Brown's tenure there in Austin. Paul, on October 8th, you will have the Red River rivalry, Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma, of course, has the new coach. Brett Venables comes over from Clemson. No more Lincoln Riley there in Norman. Who will be the favorite in that game, do you think? Well, you know, I made it uh, – I, I kind of went back and forth. Oklahoma minus two and a half, Oklahoma minus three. You know, that's where I would make it right now. I know Chris Andrews, uh, when he opened his games of the year, he opened it at Oklahoma minus seven. Mm. And I actually was a little bit late to the party and took Texas plus six. But I think Oklahoma, as we sit here today in late June, I'd make them about a field goal favorite, maybe a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Texas in that game. That's what I thought, too. And I, I saw numbers that opened uh, higher. I think here at the South Point, Oklahoma opened a seven-point favorite over Texas. So I remember sitting here telling Vinny Maiulo I thought that number was too high. Anyway, uh, October 8th, Texas and Oklahoma. And Steve Sarkissian needs a much better season. Did, uh, did you play Oklahoma's win total at all, uh, Paul? Because I know Chris DeBear Felica was on, and he said Oklahoma under 9.5 was one of his best win total plays. Yeah, I think it's pretty much universally nine and a half. And, you know, I don't have a strong opinion because I don't think the Big 12's that strong at the top this year. But, uh, you know, if I was going to play it, I'd certainly play it under. You know, Brett Venables, a guy who was formerly the defensive coordinator there at Oklahoma uh, under Bob Stoops, uh, most recently defensive coordinator at Clemson under uh, Dabo Sweeney, got a lot of energy, bringing a lot of enthusiasm to the program. But it's unseen, you know, whether he's going to be successful at a major program like Oklahoma, you know, as the CEO of the, the program. So I look at the Sooners, a team that lost a lot in the transfer portal. They were certainly net losers in the portal. I lost both their top quarterbacks. They averaged last year 39 points a game on offense. The previous six seasons to that, the Sooners averaged uh, more than 42 points in each of those six seasons. I point this out because I don't think they're going to average any more than 35 points a game this year. Mm-hmm. So that means their power rating is naturally down, all other things considered equal. So I'm looking for the Sooners to uh, to be a little bit down. And even though I have Oklahoma ranked as a slight favorite over Texas in the Red River game, I actually think Texas is probably going to win the Big 12 this year. Paul, we've got just about 30 seconds left. Not a lot of people know this uh, about you, but your specialty is not only college football, but also golf. Did you play anything on the Live Tour, the Irish Open, or for the John Deere this week? In the John Deere, I took uh, Lee Hodges minus 137 over Grayson Sig in a full tournament matchup. So um, Hodges over Sig. And then I took an outright on Chesson Hadley. You can find him there at circuit 150 to 1. He was fifth last week at the Travelers, only five strokes behind the eventual winner, Xander Shopley. Hadley had a final round 64. He's won before on the PGA Tour. Hadler, uh, Hadley, rather, at 150 to 1 to win the John Deere Classic. All right, get up early tomorrow and watch the Irish Open at Paul Stone Sports. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate the time. Appreciate being on with you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. All right, we'll be talking a lot more college football with Paul Stone over the next uh, couple months leading up to the season. Quick break here in the show. We come back. Best bets. Stay tuned.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. It's available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zyn.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Look at this, Brady. I've got two 10s. Of Zen. <laughs> there you go. Citrus and wintergreen. Endorsing which, the product. Which one do you want? Uh, I like that lighter green color. Of there citrus. You go. Cool. There you go. Try that. Boy, this is uh, this is fresh uh, change. <laughs> That's, uh, ready for fresh a fresh start. start? All right. <laughs> 
Let's talk Yankees and uh, A's, and the Yankees get their MLB leading 24th comeback win today. The A's led 3-0 in the top of the first, and the Yankees were still slight favorites in the, the live betting line, wow. I think minus 115, down 3-0 in the first. It did not take long for the Yankees to wipe out that 3-0 deficit. Uh, Aaron Judge hit a two-run homer in the first inning. Giancarlo Stanton hit a three-run shot in the third, and the Yankees led 5-3, and that was the final. It stayed under the total of 8.5. Brady, do you know anyone who bet the total under 8.5? I sure do. Myself, yours truly, and I was sweating that one. Yeah, it was bet. right when yeah. I came in the studio here. They were down. When I walked into the South Point, they were in, I believe, the top of the eighth inning. I uh, watched it all the way through here uh, to the end, and the bottom of the ninth, I believe, was while we were on air. So I didn't. I, I saw it go to the A's postgame show, so I figured it stayed at 5-3. to three. But, you know, that game remained scoreless for about the last five innings of the ball game. Everything was done early. Uh, I believe it was through six innings. If you played under first five, it's probably a loser. I haven't checked the box score, uh, but it did uh, like stay. Like I said, it was 5-3 after the third inning. Oh, 5-3 after the third. Okay, yeah. So obviously first five a loser, but it stays under for the entire nine. And uh, so I was on the board with a winner with that one. The A's, I think they led the Yankees three to nothing in the first game of the Wait. series too, right? Yeah. Yankees, a uh, couple of comeback wins. In this series, and uh, the Yankees have had a couple of come. They've had more than a few comeback wins recently. They had to come back twice to beat the Astros mm -hmm. uh, last week and got no hit in one of those games. But uh, the Yankees win again today, and I think that's win number fifty-six. That puts them at fifty-six and twenty. Incredible best team record right now. in baseball. Aaron Judge a favorite to win MVP, and uh, like you said, hits another homer today. That's number twenty-nine for Judge. Uh, okay, so talking about a sweat in baseball. I didn't really sweat this out last night. I, I played the Diamondbacks and Zach Gallon at plus 106. And it was a scoreless game until about the fourth or fifth inning. And then the Padres put up six runs. And I said, okay, that's a loser. I lost that one. That's, that's the way it goes sometimes. The D-backs rallied, tied the game at six, and won seven to six in the bottom of the night. So not the way I scripted it, not the way I handicapped it, but it got to the win column. And I really didn't sweat it out because I wrote it off as a loser and got a lucky comeback winner, and I'll take it because you have a lot of unlucky losers over the course of a baseball season when you bet these games every day. Yeah, that'll uh, balance out a couple of bad beats, right? And I'm with you. I was checking my phone there, and I saw all of a sudden it was a tie ball game, and I said, wow, I didn't see the end result, but uh, good for you, the Diamondbacks. And the Padres have been playing decent baseball, but they can't gain any ground on the Dodgers because they were beaten, I believe it was three out of four times, by the Philadelphia Phillies. The Dodgers, meanwhile, are getting beaten by the Colorado Rockies, but they still lead San Diego in the NL West by, I think, a game and a half right now, five games over the Giants. It's, it's tight. It's, it's probably going to be tight the rest of the way. The Padres have been playing without Manny Machado for mm -hmm. a week and a half and Fernando Tatis Jr. for the entire first half. Uh, so winner with the D-backs last night. I don't have a best bet in baseball tonight, but Brady, you have I am on the Padres. Bets. I'm going to go with the Padres today. Uh, Clevenger taking on, or the Padres taking on the Cleveland Guardians, and uh, I laid like minus 135 in this game. Uh, I saw our friend Dave Koken was on this game for the first five. I actually played the entire nine. Are you talking so. about the Padres D-backs? 
Yes, Padres D-backs. I, I am sorry. <laughs> I'm looking. For some reason, I wrote down Clevenger here, and I was thinking Cleveland. Right. Uh, Clevenger going uh, for the D-backs. Yes, I'm expecting uh, San Diego to bounce back tonight and get this one done on the road You know what would Arizona. be a great bet in this game? Under in the first five. Hey, wait a minute. It's in the fourth inning, and it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. The game's yeah. already underway. In, in game uh, what action. What else do you have tonight as the best bet? Uh, let's see. I have got the Orioles and the Seattle Mariners over eight runs. I was on the Orioles last <laughs> night, and they just could not score at all. Obviously, they were shut out, and that was a loser for me. I'm expecting uh, a little bit of explosion here tonight. Uh, flexing on the hill, uh, I believe it is, for Seattle. Uh, over eight runs is what I played there. And then I also played the Minnesota Twins, basically a pick em. You might might be able to get a little bit better number than minus 110. But, you know, I've probably been betting on Dylan Bundy for about three seasons in a row. I mm -hmm. think traditionally his numbers are a lot better than the way that they price him. Uh, so I went with the Twins. Here I am against the Guardians. I went with the Twins over the Guardians. And, you know, you and I talked about this series last week, how these teams were going to meet like five times in the next six days or whatever. Yeah. Well, the Twins have owned this, owned the matchup so far and uh, distancing, distancing themselves in the AL Central. And I expect... Uh, uh, more of the same tonight. All right, we're going to circle back to baseball here in a minute and preview uh, three more big games tonight. But let's uh, once again talk best bets in golf. The John Deere Classic starts tomorrow morning. Irish Open, I think, will tee off really late tonight. So if you're going to bet the Irish Open, get that in. And if uh, you care about the Live Tour, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what do you have? I know you got some bets here, and you fired a few in the Live. I'll tell you my best bets quickly. Once again, I've talked about them a lot the last two days, so I'll make it brief. Maverick McNeely, 31 to 1. Scott Stallings, 37. Cameron Champ, 55. And Ryan Moore, 85. Right now at Circa, you can get a little bit better numbers on uh, McNeely. I think you get uh, 33 to 1. Champ in the 60s. And Ryan Moore at 100 to 1. And Ryan Moore tied for second on this, in this tournament last year, the John Deere. And uh, that's my long shot play of the week. Let's hit a bomb with Ryan Moore. At triple digits, uh, Brady, who were your best bets this week in the John Deere and in golf in general? Yeah, my outrights: uh, Patrick Rogers at thirty-five to one, Adam Long at forty to one, Adam Shank at fifty-seven to one, Doug Gim at sixty to one, and Ryan Armour was my long bomb at one hundred and ten to one. Patrick Rogers and Adam Long and Adam Shank are all really good putters, and I think you have to have a hot flat stick to win a birdie fest. It's interesting, you know, this is a really good tournament. Despite this field really being down, the players love this course. It's very consistent. The setup, uh, it's a very fair course. Um, and, and the fan support is tremendous. People come out in droves from the Midwest and enjoy this Midsummer Classic, the John Deere Classic. Uh, so it's a fun tournament, despite the uh, field certainly being down this year. Uh, as far as head-to-head -head matchups, I went with Doug Gim. Again, one of my outright plays. I took Doug Gim at minus 115 over Emiliano Grillo. And then I took Austin Smotherman at plus 105 over Robert Streb. Robert Streb has played 21 events this year that are regular stroke play, 36-hole cut events. He's missed the cut 13 times. Mm -hmm. His last five visits to the John Deere, he's missed the cut four times, and the one time he made the cut, he finished 74th. So this is not apparently his favorite tournament, so I went against him with Austin Smotherman. That's not a good percentage. Make the cut eight <laughs> out of 21 tournaments? Yeah. Not great. Not cashing a lot of not cashing a lot of checks, old Bob Streb. 
So uh, did you say you played anything in the Irish Open or, or the Live Tournament? I, I did not play the Irish Open. Uh, the European Tour is just really not my cup of tea. I do want to kind of keep an eye on it, though, as I try to prepare more so for the British Open and also the Scottish Open next week, uh, which will be – I mean, that ought to be a tremendous field for the Scottish Open. I love Open. The, the next three weeks in golf. I think yeah. it's the most underrated three weeks, the Irish, the Scottish, and the British Opens. And I love to watch those tournaments late at night on the Golf Channel. Uh, because I'm always up all night. All right, let's go to the uh, Dodgers and the Rockies. And uh, the Dodgers dropped two, two in a row. Clayton Kershaw got yeah, roughed wild. up uh, last night at Coors Field. Julio Urias goes against uh, Herman Marquez. And, uh, of course, the Dodgers laying a big price, $2 right now at the South Point. Total of 11 and a half. Uh, I, I tell you what, I have, I have trouble weighing these prices with the Dodgers right now. And I've talked about this for several weeks. They've got a lot of dead wood in the lineup, a lot of guys who are not hitting, and uh, I just can't lay a type of price. And the, you know what? As you know, the Rockies are actually a pretty competitive baseball team at home. Yes, they are. It's very interesting. You know, they're certainly one of the lesser teams in the entire National League, and here they are, a real kryptonite for one of the best teams in baseball. The Rockies are trying to make it five wins in six games over the Dodgers this season. Both of these pitchers, Marquez and Urias, started out the year really struggling, but they've gotten hot as of late. Marquez has won his last three starts, and Urias his last two. I'm with you, Matt. I don't want to lay the price, but I don't really have the guts to bet that the Rockies are going to beat the Dodgers again. Again, you talked about the quiet bats for the Dodgers, and, and it's hard to do at Coors Field, but if I did anything, I lean with the under. I saw 11.5 up there. Yeah, the, uh, the Rockies at home this season, 21-19. Don't forget the Dodgers did get swept by the Pirates, so it yeah. can happen. It can happen. <laughs> uh, highlights in baseball tonight. Alec Manoa starts for the Blue Jays against the Red Sox. Manoa, 9-2. and two. I thought about playing the uh, – the Blue Jays tonight, I had some numbers here to support a Manoa play. And also Shohei Otani takes the mound. It's always showtime. It's always worth watching tonight. White Sox at Angels. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on The Edge, v the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.